0: Good morning. If you're a pet owner, you know, pay attention this morning. Pay attention to this episode. I'm going to give you a couple tips that are very important. Have my dog dad mug with me this morning because I am a dog owner. But the tips I'm sharing today will be for cats and dogs and any pets that you might have. Maybe you're like Arnold and you have your pet pig, which he loves his little pet pig. Doesn't matter. We all love our pets. And during the cold weather, it is important to take care of them. I mean, they rely on us. Owning a pet is a huge responsibility because their lives are in your hands. So it's a huge responsibility. If you don't want to take it on, don't have a pet. If you do own a pet, take that responsibility seriously. Cold weather has a lot of different things it can bring with pets. Obviously, we know what it's like to get out in cold, and I've talked about cold weather for us, worrying about frostbite and hypothermia, things like that. Pets can get those too. Pets can get frostbite. Sometimes it's harder to notice because of their fur and so forth, and then it goes untreated and it can cause more damage. Pets can also have hypothermia. All hypothermia is when your internal core gets down to a lower temperature than it's supposed to be. We need to be careful especially in some of these sub-zero temperatures we've had lately. Now, if you're like me and you have an animal that likes the snow, I mean, Rocky sometimes thinks he's an Alaskan shepherd, not an Australian shepherd. He loves running around in the snow and he doesn't mind going out when it's sub-zero. I mean, I opened up and let him out when it was minus 22, 23 degrees the other morning, but he didn't stay out very long. And I called him in after he did his business. And if you have a pet, you know, you got to let them outside to do their business, but monitor and be careful. Make sure we get them back in. Shorten your walks that you're going to take. I mean, it's important to get their exercise, but we're not going to take the same walks when it's minus 20 degrees as we would other times of the year. We got to be smart about it. Get some exercise and some playtime, maybe indoors and do some things that we can, you know, do there. Always make sure they have plenty of water, whether they're outside or inside. Make sure that if they are a short-haired dog, you know, you can put a coat on them. And judge by what kind of pet you have. Rocky likes the snow and cold. Some animals do not fare as well as he does out there. Some will fare even better. You have Malamutes, Huskies, dogs that were bred for cold weather. They're going to fare better out in it than a really short-haired dog. Young dogs. Old dogs, dogs that maybe have different ailments, whether it's arthritis or different things. The cold will affect them differently. So be smart about it and know that your pet and what they can tolerate and not. And don't just guess on their tolerance. You don't want them out there and you think, oh, they'll be fine. And they're out there just shivering and cold and uncomfortable. Would you like that? Hell no, you wouldn't. So let's not have it for our pets either. I mean, if he's out there playing and running around and having fun, sure, he's okay. If he's out there shivering and cold, get him inside, warm him up, be smart about it. Make sure that when you have your supplies for cold weather emergencies, you have your pet supplies too. I mean, it's good to have water and food for people, but if you own a pet, you want to make sure you have enough water and food for them in case of an emergency and you can't go someplace or so forth. When you travel, just like you know, you take your dog with you or your cat with you, you don't want to leave them in a car that gets too hot in the summertime. That's dangerous. Leaving them in a vehicle in this extreme cold weather is dangerous too because our vehicles will cool off really fast. And even though it'll be a tiny bit warmer, they're out of the wind and stuff in the car, it can get to dangerous temperatures. So we don't want to leave our pets in a really cold vehicle either. It's better to leave them at home where they can be inside and warm than if you're going to take them with you and leave them in a really cold car. So some of this is just common sense. We got to think, how would you want to be treated? We want to make sure that they're comfortable and safe. It's our responsibility because they're relying on us. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Vicky. Appreciate you guys being here. Good morning, Dixon. Appreciate you being here. We put out boxes with towels inside for the feral cats we feed. And that's good too. If you have animals in the community, providing them with stuff to help them get through the extreme cold is important too. You know, something we got to be careful with, with the cats that are out there. You know, we have a car, we've been, we went somewhere, we get home, the engine block is warm and it's warm in there where the engine, sometimes cats will crawl up in there because it's a little bit, it's warmer for them. So when we go out to drive again, making some noise, giving them chance to get out before we rev up the engine is a prudent thing to do as well, especially if you're in a neighborhood that has the feral cats and the cats that could get up underneath the hood and the engine to get warm. We don't want to turn on the engine and hurt those animals. So make sure that we give them a chance to get out. You can bang on it, make some noise, they get away. Then we start up the car and leave. Mark is here. Good morning, Mark. Appreciate you saying hello and calling me a young man. I don't know how young I am anymore, but thanks you. It's good to see you. And I got the hat on still because I just came in from shoveling and Rocky was out there helping. He's a good shovel helper. Well, he thinks he is anyway, but he likes to go out there and he loves to play in the snow, but we got to make sure to keep him safe, bring him in. Don't overfeed your pets in the winter thinking, put on some weight that'll help them in the cold. It's not healthy for humans. It's not healthy for pets either. So don't fatten them up for the winter. Make sure that they have good exercise, proper nutrition, and stay at a healthy weight for whatever animal you have and whatever the healthy weight for that pet is. And you can work with your veterinarian to make sure that you have the healthy weight and healthy food and so forth for them. Make sure they always have plenty of water. Not just in the summertime, but in the winter, they need to make sure they always have fresh, clean water as well. If you do keep them outside and they have a shelter outside, always make sure they have water that's not frozen. Make sure they do have a good shelter that keeps them warm outside. So just be smart about it. If they have specific ailments that cold weather can make worse, arthritis, diabetes, some different things, work with your vet to make sure you know how the cold weather affects those illnesses and ailments, and make sure you do what the vet recommends to keep your pet as healthy and safe and comfortable as possible. And yes, comfortable. Don't want Rocky out there just shivering and uncomfortable when he could be inside. You don't want your pet like that either. So just think about that, and it's easy to forget them sometimes. And that's so sad when people forget their pets and their pets are suffering or not comfortable and going through something that they don't need to. So our responsibilities, it should be a top priority. You took it on, so make sure that you take that responsibility seriously and take care of those animals. That's my sermon for you today. Go out, make it a terrific Thursday. Stay warm, keep your pets safe. We'll see you tomorrow.